mom guilt. These two words that every mama at some point in time struggles with, especially as a business-minded mama with a heart for home. I don't know where you're at today, but maybe you feel guilty for working and worry that you're hurting your family for growing in business. Maybe you feel guilty for not working, feeling shame for being, quote, just a mom and not doing more to contribute to the family finances. Okay, let me just stop right there and tell you, first of all, if you find yourself in that seat, you need to know that you are doing the most important eternal work, okay, (laughs) period, end of story. Or maybe you feel defeated in your faith. Let's talk about that. Like you can't do enough to measure up. The list of negative self-talk and anxious emotions that are packaged in the phrase mom guilt could go on and on, but today we're going to talk about how to crush mom guilt at the root. This was actually a conversation I had over on my friend Brooke Jefferson's podcast recently, so go check out her show. It's called The Five Star Business Podcast. I think you'll love it. She asked me to come on and speak to her audience about this topic, and I thought it was a valuable conversation to share with you too. So as you press on ahead into this fall season, I want to encourage you to settle your heart and find greater peace in who you are and in all that you do. Before we get started, I want to give a shout out to Kate BMB. She left a sweet review on the podcast recently. She just said, it's my go-to when the mom guilt creeps in. She says, one of the things I never expected when I became a mom is to always feel like there's a tug of war happening in my heart and mind between who I was pre-kids and how God wants me to show up now as a mother. I know God has created me to be uniquely me in every stage of my life and that he's called me to be a mom. Michelle has helped me to see how God is molding me to embrace every new stage and still be his daughter. I feel so much freedom to lead my family well and know he is putting it all together for his glory. Kate, thank you so much for the kind words. Thank you for your feedback and for just letting me know how this podcast has encouraged you on your journey. It means the world. And this is really why I show up here week after week. I don't know all who's listening, but the one of the best ways that I can connect with you, email is great. Find me on social. That's cool. My messenger, uh, my inbox is always open, but leave me a review. If you like what you hear, if you feel encouraged, just scroll to the bottom of Apple iTunes right now, click five stars and let me know your thoughts. Let me know how mom guilt has affected you or how you're overcoming it or or what you gleaned from today's conversation. And definitely be sure to share this specific episode with your friends and the other mamas in your life, because there is not one of us that couldn't use this word today. I guarantee that. Thank you so much for being here, for your support. And I hope that you enjoyed this conversation that was first aired over on the Five Star Podcast. Hey friend, welcome back to the Surrender Driven Success Podcast. Do you absolutely love being a wife and a mom, but something in you desires more? Do you want to grow as an entrepreneur without hurting your family? You wonder, is it really possible to be an excellent wife, an intentional mother, and be successful in business, all for the glory of God? Hi, my name is Michelle, and as a wife of 17 years, a homeschooling mama of five, and a kingdom entrepreneur, I know exactly how you feel. I know you wish every day that there were more hours in the day to get it all done and be the best mom that you can be. I know the mom guilt whispers in your ear far too often and you get tired of dealing with the constant interruptions. You crave more simplicity, more order in your home, more connection with your family, and more than anything, a strong faith that keeps your heart steady no matter the season. 
I'm so thankful you're here to join me on this journey of processing life together and growing in greater purpose as fellow business-minded mamas with a heart for home and a love for Jesus. On this podcast, we will use this precious time exploring how to embrace a heart of surrender, gain biblical perspective for everyday life, and learn practical tips to experience more peace in the midst of balancing work and family. I truly believe that the most important work you will ever do is within the walls of your home. Do you believe that too? Then let's connect the work of our hands with our influence at home so that we can leave a lasting legacy through the next generation. Go grab that basket of clean laundry to fold or pour another cup of coffee and let's grow together. Michelle, I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Okay, I want to reiterate the fact that you have five kids and I'm totally, (laughs) totally curious. Were you a mom first or were you in business first? Kind of give us some background on that. Awesome. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on, Brooke. I really appreciate it. I'm excited to be your friend in real life, to do business with you, and just to be a part of all that you're doing. You're you're amazing, and I'm just excited for all that God has and to talk about motherhood today. So that, that first question, that's a pretty loaded question, to be honest with you. Um, so let me try to get to the point. While I grew up and my biggest dream and desire was to be a wife and a mom, that was my deepest desire of my heart. In fact, in eighth grade at career day, I dressed up as a pregnant woman my best friend and I had balls under our bellies and Starbucks cups in our hands. And we're like, we just want to be wives and moms and take walks together, you know, like, cause that's how it really is in real life. Not, but anyways, um, that was my biggest dream and desire. That's all that I, that I saw exemplified in my life. And I got married and I really wrestled with the idea. People would be like, well, what do you do? And saying just a mom, it kind of haunted me because I'm super motivated and ambitious and driven. And I love accomplishing things. I was the straight A student, captain of everything, leader of the class in every way, captain of the team. I mean, winner of every trophy. That was just who I was. So I'm wired to work and to do kind of like a Martha minded woman. But yet on this journey, the Lord's been teaching me a lot of being like Mary, which we'll probably talk more about. But anyways, thought that, you know, motherhood was always the focus. That was always all that I wanted. But once I had three kids, that's when I got to the place where we financially had a need. And I was like, I know I can work from home and I know that I I'm able to do that. And I really believe that you can be an excellent wife and intentional mother and be successful in business for the glory of God. I really believe that. And so my journey started after three kids, but the most important thing is that my marriage was strong. My faith was strong. My home was in a settled place. So it was really from that foundation that I started the journey of entrepreneurship. And then over the years, of course, it's shifted and evolved, but definitely being a wife and a mom came first, business came later. And then it's just been a fun journey ever since then. That is so fascinating. I love learning new things about you and like hearing personal stories. So the fact that um, eighth grade career day, here you are like, I'm going to be a mom, which I, I just, I love that. I too, from a very young age, always knew that I would be a mom. Like it was never a question for me and obviously no shame, which we're going to talk a lot about that today um, for anybody that didn't really see motherhood as an option. And of course I became a mom, which I just feel like this is important to show different, to show different aspects of how 
we became mothers, right? So for you, you, um, you got married and then you guys had children. And for me, I was 19 thinking I had my whole life ahead of me and ended up getting pregnant first, having a baby, learning how to parent and then getting married. And so I don't think it really matters how you get to motherhood. If you did it on the quote unquote right way. Um, I just think that today's conversation is just really encouraging for, for all of us, no matter how we got there as well. And so let's just dive right in because I really want to get to the root of today's conversation. So on the topic of mom guilt, is this something that you feel that everyone wrestles with? And what has your personal experience been with mom guilt? Yeah, I think this is such a valuable conversation to have. And like you said, everybody's journey is different, but this is something, this is a topic that everybody struggles with. I truly believe that there's been seasons of my life where I've balanced three businesses from home. And then there's times when out of obedience, I've laid everything aside to focus on my family. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the process. Every mom listening right now is busy that busy just looks different. Every mom listening right now is working hard. That work just looks different. But when you're busy and there's many tasks and responsibilities and relationships to balance, there's so many balls to juggle, which can lead to doubt, to fear, to insecurity, to guilt, to shame. All these words that we package up with kind of mom guilt and that feeling of not good enough. I think it's really important. And I think that one of the biggest things that women like us that do feel called to the home, but we also feel called for more. We feel called for more outside of the home when it comes to working and business. There's this fear, I believe, that everybody has to wrestle with. It's like, I don't want to hurt my family because I'm pursuing a goal or because I'm growing in business. I don't want to sacrifice my family for the sake of any entrepreneurship endeavor. It's not worth it. But how do I do both? How do I balance both motherhood and business with peace and without the guilt? And so there's many different strategies for overcoming mom guilt. And I look forward to just pushing you a little bit deeper and challenging your heart to more freedom from a real biblical perspective, as well as some with with some practical tools too. But God's really um, just grown me a lot in this department. God is always on time, especially when you and I have conversations and podcast interviews. So my best friend sent me a little snippet of her devotional for the day, and it actually talked about how a lot of people feel, or a lot of women feel like if they're not married and they don't have children, like for some reason we have made it that that is, that is the goal. And if you're neither of those things, or you have those things, like you should just be content and happy And you shouldn't yearn for other things, but really like God, he hasn't even called everyone to marriage and motherhood. I do believe it's a huge part of a lot of our callings. And those of us listening, we're probably sitting in that season and and we have that calling on our life. But I loved that the devotional also talked about God's ultimate purpose for you is to bring people to Jesus, to bring people into the kingdom. And a lot of times he does that through our businesses. And so I just thought, wow, like that right there is freedom. And knowing that if God calls you to a business, you know, he wants you to flourish that as well. And so I just wanted to add that in there because you had talked about, you know, um, being not just like not having that guilt because you want to work too. Right. Cause a lot of times God has called, I felt, I felt so guilty because the thing is, is that I didn't know any women in my world that were pursuing business. And so 
I had this great desire and I was doing these things, but I was hiding it. I felt like I had to keep it a secret because I felt wrong for being me. And when I realized, I'm like, no, God, you created me this way and I can honor you in all of it. It's not just choose. Do you want to be a mom or do you want to be in business and a career woman? Like, no, you're in the midst of all of it and you created us and you've given each of us a purpose from the beginning of time. And I can trust you and I can be fully me. And it was so freeing when I finally gave myself permission to know, like, I'm not wrong for having these desires because I felt a lot of guilt for wanting to do I, I felt guilt for wanting to do business, not even the mom guilt side, but then you start with the business and you're like, well, wait, you know, so there's always this tension and it's something that is common in any business minded mama with a heart for home and a love for Jesus. This is just something she has to navigate. And I've really been learning to get to the root and to know exactly how to crush mom guilt God's way. Yeah. So you mentioned the root and that's where I want to go next. So what are some different strategies for overcoming the mom guilt? Um, and what is the root of overcoming the emotions of not being good enough, not feeling like we are the rock star mom that supposedly we're all supposed to be? <laughs> yeah. Well, the world and self-development influences are going to tell you to look at yourself for strength. But what I found is that true breakthrough and freedom. It comes from finding your strength in Christ. And, you know, all the positive affirmations of I am enough. I used to share that stuff too. It's like, you are enough. And it's, you know, all of that, it's only going to get you so far because you can't truly believe them and love yourself until you experience the love of God. And this is the freeing thing is that you don't have to carry the burden of being quote enough. Like God is enough for you. You don't have to work and strive to be enough. You just have to know who you are in him because God within you is enough. He is the thing. And it's not the affirmations that are going to build up your self-sufficient strength. It's the truth of who you are in Christ. That's really going to set you free. And one of my favorite verses is second Corinthians 12, nine It's my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness so that Christ's power may rest on me. So his grace is really what we need. And so what I want to encourage you today and what the Lord has been challenging my heart in is don't look at your feelings of weakness or mom guilt, however you want to word that those feelings where you just kind of beat yourself up and you have that negative self-talk. Don't look at it as, as failure, actually translate them properly. Like Oh God, I just need more of you. Lord, I'm humble. I'm weak. I don't have it. I don't feel like enough. I feel like I just blew it. Like it's okay to feel that, but actually let it be the thing that triggers you to run after the Lord. Let it be the very thing that allows you to pursue God's presence because in his presence, the Bible says is fullness of joy. And that's where you're going to find peace. And you can't be guilty and have shame and have all this anxiety and have peace, the peace of God at the same time. It doesn't exist at the same time. So the true solution is just understanding like, Hey, you're going to feel these ways at times. Like when you feel like you dropped the ball or you can't measure up, maybe you're blaming yourself for your children's struggles or whatever the situation, let it be the thing that prompts you into God's presence where you just run to him and you yield all your burdens to him in exchange for his peace and for his joy, because the cure, the root of crushing mom guilt and experiencing peace, it's only found in the presence of the Lord. And I really want to share that with you because I know there's a lot of strategies and we want the quick fix thing. It's so simple, but it is the number one thing that I could 
encourage you today is just run to Jesus and run to his feet because he is the answer. And he is the thing that will truly satisfy your soul and will overcome all of these emotions and all of these mental, emotional struggles that you you wrestle with. What I find so sweet about the Bible and about how God um, speaks to us is he's so kindly and so sweetly points out our weaknesses throughout the entire Bible. But yet he gives us the solution for us not being enough is to lean into his strength and to lean into his grace. And I just like, I love that because it really shows the character of God and how uh, he is kind and he is loving. And yes, he created us and he finds so much, you know, value in us, but he never really called us to be the perfect ones, right? Like that's, that's Jesus. That's where he comes in. That is through um, through the Trinity. And so I I just love this. And I am so anti self-love culture and you are enough and um, female is the future and just all these things. Like I, I want to lean into the truth that, that God speaks to us throughout the whole Bible about like, it's okay for us not to be enough. And I feel like the sooner we realize that and we lean into that, the sooner we're going to get past some of the root of why we feel the way that we do. Yeah. And I think it really is something that draws us closer to the Lord. Cause when we feel that way, because we're human and we will every day, we're going to have moments where we're like, man, dinner's late, man, I blew it in this area. We're, we're not perfect, you know, and it's okay because we don't have to be, but in those moments when we can say, Hey God, I don't have to do more. This isn't a reflection. Like my weakness isn't failure. It's just I need to rely on your strength. I need more of you. It pushes us more. It takes our attention and it puts it on the one who deserves and is worthy of all of our attention. When we fix our eyes on Jesus, he is the author and the finisher of our faith. And that truly is where the peace comes in and mom guilt falls away in his presence. I love that so much. Okay. So I'm practical. You're practical. What are some practical ways to overcome this mom guilt or this shame that we might feel on a daily basis. And and let's be honest, we feel the pressures of motherhood in society. It takes one scroll on social media and we're already feeling the pressure. So what are those practical ways that we can overcome those feelings? Yeah, absolutely. I really believe that simple things are spiritual and practical things are totally biblical. And so let's definitely get into that. I think one thing though, that's really important to share is just that vision, the importance of having vision, because I think so many times as moms that are involved in other work outside of motherhood or doing business, we feel like we have to like put on a hat, take it off, put on another hat. There's this tension between the two. And I really want to encourage you women to ask the Lord for better vision on how you can connect that, how you can connect the work of your hands with your influence at home, because I don't believe it has to be either or. So for example, when you're working and when you're, um, in your work block or whatever that looks like for you. How can you incorporate your kids? And sometimes a lot of the things we do, they can't help us do it. We have to do it, but they can be a part of that vision. And so I tell my kids all the time, like, well, look what mom did. And do you know why I was able to do it? It's because of you guys, because you guys were obedient and you guys helped and you served and we work as a team. And so they feel like every bit of success or growth that I have, they're a part of it. They get to partake in that. There's a really beautiful connection and unity with that. And the same goes at home. I mean, honestly, when you think about motherhood, (laughs) I think of the word severe. I think it's accurate. There's a severe amount of patience needed. right? And you need so much patience in business and you can only learn that kind of patience from being a mom, right? And so point is, is that 
growing your family and nurturing your home can help you grow in business and in that as a woman that you're called to be in that area of your life. And growing in business can also pour into your family and help lead a legacy and pave the way for your children and for the next generation. So I just want you to have that vision that it doesn't have to be either or, and really ask the Lord for some more clarity and connection in that in a specific way for you. And then the other thing I want to mention too, is just, you have to understand that with your kids, they just want you. I know sometimes we feel like we're not enough or we're not doing enough or we're not giving them enough, or we have to just do more, but I cannot tell you Sometimes I ask my kids these hard questions that make me cringe, but usually when we're on vacation, I'll have this one-on-one time with them. And I ask my kids from time to time, like, what can I do to be a better mom to you? And I have five kids, all different ages. My oldest is 14, a boy. And then I have four girls. The youngest is four. And I mean, I'm talking different looks, different personalities, different learning styles. We just have, we have it all, but every single one of them says the same thing at the root. Every one of them, the number one thing that they really want from me as their mom is just me. They want more time with me. They want quality time. And so just know moms that like, there's this pressure of feeling like you need to do more to be a better mom or you're not doing enough, but really they just want you and they just want your presence. And it doesn't even have to be a a lot of quantity of time, but just the quality of time is really important. And so I will say over on the Surrender Driven Success podcast on episode 77. I talked all about this in depth. It was about the number one way that you can be a better mom and overcome that fear of being not enough. And then over on episode 28, I just want to reference this because we only have so much time today and there's so much I'd love to share. But on episode 28, I talk about five simple strategies for crushing mom guilt and choosing fulfillment over busyness. But I'll just share one strategy and one quick thing real quick on that. And I think that in order to ditch the mom guilt, no matter what season you're in, understanding it really starts with you and determining your priorities. Like what is sacred in your life? And in a day, when you're looking at your day, what are the most important things? Like what are the non-negotiables? What are the most meaningful things? So that at the end of the day, if you got absolutely nothing done, if everything went wrong, but X, Y, Z, you could do two or three things got accomplished what would make it a good day? So ask yourself in your business, what are the one to three things that are non-negotiable, that are most important, that if I did nothing else but these things, I would feel like, man, this was a good day. Ask yourself the same thing maybe about motherhood. What are the one to three things that at the end of the day, if nothing else happened, if it was a crazy day, if I blew it a million times over, but I did these things, it would be meaningful and I would have fulfillment in that and there would be a sense of peace in that. Because I think it's really important to keep your priorities and it allows you to have that fulfillment and that peace within that. So like a couple of things that I do just to be real practical is I like to do things that bring unity to the kids. So we read, I read to my kids, I read aloud. And again, I talk all about this more in depth in the podcast, but I have all the kids, all the ages, but it puts us all, maybe it's, maybe it's a movie night, but something where you're all on the same playing field. So when I read a book or you watch a movie, you're all together in one place at one space in time and you're fully present. It really means something. And that means something to my home because I want to make sure I have that connection and I'm bringing the family together. Another way that I do that is sharing a meal as a family. I mean, just there is nothing like sitting down with a meal and looking into each one of your family members' eyes and just putting the technology away, putting the devices away and just being all in and all theirs. It is the most 
beautiful thing. And I'm sorry, like no extracurricular activities or other commitments are worth that sacrifice too much because it is so precious. And even another thing is tucking your kids in bed now. It's so crazy because this is the time of the day that as moms, we kind of secretly dread. We're like, oh my gosh, like, can you just get to bed? Like, I'm done. I'm done with you. <laughs> like, go to bed. But you know, it's these moments that it's such a privilege because we get to tuck our kids in bed. We only have them in our homes for a little while. And it's really precious because these are the times when sweet conversations happen and prayers are prayed and character is formed. And they're just memories are made that the kids will carry with them for the rest of their lives. And so those are just a few things to me in my home that as we transition, like we're in the middle of a move right now as a family. So everything looks a little bit differently. But you better believe that the things that are most important that are going to help me keep growing in business and that are going to help me stay grounded and rooted as a mother that are going to bring unity and peace to our home that are going to cultivate relationships and that are most important to me, those things are still going to happen no matter what. And so I think just really getting those priorities set and determining those non-negotiables and what's sacred is really helpful in a practical sense. So many good tips. I love practical tips. I love your examples too. And I think what I love most from this conversation so far today is that there's no cookie cutter, everybody follow an A to Z plan. And this is what your motherhood is supposed to be like. It's it's up to each one of us to decide what that does look like for us and what we want our life to look like, you know, and then casting vision for that and then getting practical and saying, as long as I do X, Y, and Z today, it's a win no matter what. It doesn't matter if I lost my temper. It doesn't matter if we were all late out the door this morning. Um, if school drop-off was, you know, a nightmare, it's just, these are my, these are my three non-negotiables. Maybe there's one, it doesn't even matter, but I love that you're not painting. This has to be what it looks like. And it's more of here are some principles, some tools, some guidance into making you overcome the mom shame, the mom guilt. It doesn't matter what Susie down the street does with her kids. And it doesn't matter what all the Pinterest Instagram moms that you're watching do either. Like you don't have to make funny reels with your kids to be a good mom. Like you get to decide what that looks like for you. And I just feel like there is so much freedom and joy in that. And so I'm so glad that your tips came with ways to like implement them too. Exactly. And I think the more I live life, you know, it's the little things that are often the big things. And I just had a situation just in the last couple of months, I got really sick. And so I have five kids at home with me all day and I'm, I'm out like mom is MIA. I'm in bed. Like I am no good. I cannot be a mom to them. And at the end of day two, you know, at a time when you should be feeling guilty as a mom, you're like, oh my gosh, my poor kids. I haven't been able to be there. I haven't been cooking them meals. I haven't been giving them anything. It was so fascinating for me to see the fruit of like what we've been sowing in our home. I cannot tell you, I had no mom guilt because the kids were thriving. They were so content. I saw them work as a team, making each other meals, taking care of, of each other. Their creativity skyrocketed because they had no entertainment. In fact, one of the days that I was sick, the crazy thing is that our internet went out. So there was no technology at all. Like it wasn't like they were stuck in front of the TV. They were creative. They were stepping up as leaders. They were working as a team and they were completely at peace. And I even called them into my room. <laughs> they were all around my bed. I said, guys, you know, because I always want to cast a vision for the kids. I want them to understand what it looks like to be successful and walk in peace. And so I asked them, I said, what is going to make today a good day? Like I wanted them to make sure they were doing the things 
even though I wasn't a part of it, that was going to make it a good day for them. And every one of them was like, mom, like we're already doing it. Like I basically interrupted (laughs) what they were doing to have that conversation. They were already doing it. And so the point is, is that these things, like these are the moments when we get to really see the fruit of our labor. And so focus on the little things, keep your priorities, keep the Lord first and really go for, for peace and order in the home. Because I really think that it's a beautiful thing and it pours out into the children. Wow. That is so good. And I, I mean, that just makes me want to take just to sit down and write, like, what are my three things, Um, which I already know, but just to put them on paper and, and see what that would be. So, okay, what would your final advice be to the woman that is struggling with mom guilt in her life today in this season of motherhood? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think in a culture where we feel like we always have to do more, and I know for me, just struggling with that feeling of needing to work for my worthiness and feeling that being busy was honorable all the time. And I think in a world that we live resting in his love really allows the variety of emotions of negative emotions of mom guilt to fall away. And I really want to encourage you more than anything to allow the emotions or the mom guilt or those feelings of self-doubt or insecurity that creep in allow them to prompt you to run to his presence because God desires unity with us. Like more than anything, he wants a relationship with us. He wants to sit there and look into our eyes. He wants us to be present. We don't have to do anything to earn his affection. His presence is really going to precede your breakthrough when it comes to mom guilt or any other negative emotion that might be weighing you down. So I would just encourage you to stop trying to do more to get more, if you will, or, or feeling like it's all on you, but really dedicate time to sit and be still with the Lord and just be in his presence and let him be your number one source because in his presence, you will find peace and where there's peace, where there's his perfect peace, because he is the Prince of peace. You cannot have guilt and shame. So at the root, that is the ultimate answer. And then the second thing I would tell you to do is dedicate some time to sit and be still with your kids fully present. You know, they don't need a lot of time, but really even if it's five, 10 minutes, just enter their world, meet them where they're at. You don't have to earn your kids affection or work more for a relationship with them. Just slow down and meet them, look into their eyes and give them the gift of your attention. Being fully present is the greatest gift that we can give. So dedicate time to sit and be still with the Lord in his presence. And dedicate time to sit and be still with your children, fully present with them from that place you're going to get up and find the peace to get to work and do what you're called to do with true freedom. Uh, I love that so much. Okay. So I have one bonus question for you that kind of came up with what you were just talking about. How do you personally find time to sit with the Lord, dive into your word? We're talking five kids that you homeschool. So it's not like they leave you on a daily basis. So I just would love just like a peek inside real life. Where do you find the time to do that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's something that I'm learning to do more and it it really comes, it's just like anything you're creating habits and these are holy habits. These are heart habits and they're the most important thing. I'm telling you when we talk about having priorities, like if you do nothing else, 
but meet with the Lord and sit in his presence, you've done everything you need to do for the day. And so the Lord has really taught me (laughs) in so many different ways. He started teaching me this journey of surrender. And this, when I say surrender, I mean, just posturing your heart in a place of true trust and obedience and giving him your yes. So he taught me that initially in a slowdown, which was really challenging because I love to go. I love to work. I love to do. And then I started testing this out in a busier working season. And now I'm in the middle of a transition. So here's the bottom line is that for me in the morning is my best time. I mean, I just wake up and at the nighttime, when I go to bed and when I wake up in the morning, I always just acknowledge that he's there. Like before I go to bed, I'm like, Lord, come. And I know I'm going to sleep, but you're not going to sleep. And I know you're with me. And I ask you to come and work in my heart and do the things that only you can do. And I just go to bed with the intention and my affection towards him. And I can't tell you how many times I wake up at night with a word or with encouragement or with a song on my heart. And when I wake up in the morning, the first thing off my lips is good morning, Holy Spirit. And I posture my heart on my knees or I physically get on my knees and I have music popped into my ears, worship. And I, and I just want to spend time with him. And so what I want to say is that no matter the season you're in, maybe you're in a slow season, maybe you're in a really busy season and you just hardly have any time for anything, or maybe you're in transition and your world just feels chaotic. It's not about the quantity of time and and having this perfect solitary time of sitting in a dark room with worship music blaring. It doesn't have to look a certain way. It's all about our attention. It's about us taking our eyes and fixing them on the Lord. Because when we do that, we have peace. It doesn't matter what's going on in our circumstances. Our heart can abide in his love and we can feel his presence and walk in his peace if we're looking at him and we're listening to him. And I think that more than anything, it's going to look different for everybody. Our quiet time with the Lord at different times of our life. But the most important thing is that your heart and your attention is towards him. And I'll just read one verse, Isaiah 26, three through four. It says, you will keep in perfect peace. All who trust in you, all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Trust in the Lord always for the Lord God is the eternal rock. So more than anything, when you think about quiet time as a mom and you think about really crushing mom guilt and finding true peace, peace that surpasses all understanding and all the crazy in your life, because it's real, but guess what? You have a God that's greater and you have a peace that's higher and that will take you above all of that. And it really comes by fixing your thoughts on the Lord and just looking at him and fixing your eyes on him. You will overcome in that place and in that space. Thank you so much for all of this encouragement, the practical tips, um, and just the biblical perspective into the root of mom guilt and mom shame and what we can do to overcome it, to change it, and to have a different perspective on what that looks like. Will you remind everyone what your podcast is called and how they can connect with you? And I also know that you are going to be directing them to a free resource. So tell us a little bit about that as well. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to connect with you guys. Feel free to come over and hang out with me on the Surrender Driven Success Podcast. Um, If you want a free gift, I have this 10 tips to finding fulfillment while balancing motherhood and business. It's really great. It's almost an extension of this conversation with some real practical tips that are going to give you encouragement, biblical perspective, and some practical strategies for pursuing your greatest potential within the walls of your home. So I think you're going to love this checklist, especially in in time for the craziness of the school year as you get going. But you can find that at michellehyatt.com. It's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. H-I-A-T-T.com forward slash connect. You can find that free resource there and grab it. And I hope that it blesses you.
Thank you so much again. It was so fun having you on the show. And I just know people are going to walk away feeling encouraged, which is always our hope at the end of every episode. Awesome. Thank you for having me. I, I truly appreciate you. Are you like Mama so? Hey mama, real quick, before you run off and do all the things, if you found value in today's conversation, it would mean the world to me if you left a review and subscribed to my podcast. I know you know how precious time is. The biggest thank you you can give me for taking the time to share on this podcast is to take 30 seconds right now and leave a quick written review. More importantly, this is the way we can reach other mamas just like you and help them find more peace and purpose as they balance motherhood and business with God at the center. So head over to iTunes, scroll down to the bottom of the Surrender Driven Success Podcast, click five stars and leave a super quick review to let me know what spoke to your heart. And if you're feeling a little extra, take a screenshot of today's episode and tag me on social or simply text it to a friend to spread the love. I appreciate you and can't wait to connect over at michellehyatt.com forward slash connect. That's Michelle with two L's, H-I-A-T-T dot com forward slash connect.